Yo, it's a stupidly small podcast. It's Monday, April 3rd, 2017. G'day, Claire. G'day, Donks. How are you? Stuart well, Farrell. Well, and we never, I mean, we usually like to talk about the start of a month, but we missed it uh, this week because it was April 1st on Saturday. Got sucked in a couple of times, mind you. And, yeah. But also, we yes. never spoke about it because we weren't here on the 31st of March, which was Friday. What happened? A polls to everybody for that. I was on me. That was, was uh, one totally. of the most extraordinary days of my life. <laughs> it was... And good extraordinary? No, oh. no. Um, I So uh, on the Thursday night, everything has been going, had been going fine, blah, blah, mm-hmm. blah. Um, and we, and I was at a... I was across town at a swimming lesson. I was about to go into a swimming lesson, mm-hmm. and uh, my five and a half year old. Yes. Why is everything you do so far away from where you need to be? That's what, huh? Well, you said you were across town at a swimming lesson. Okay, no, I know no, for a fact cro- you have two pools in, in walking distance. Uh, yeah, no, but this they don't do swimming lessons all year round. They only do like a few ones, for, like frolic around and have fun over the summer, right. and then they shut them down. Okay. This place is—I'll tell you what it was. It was the Collingwood Pool, which is actually everybody. Everyone's Cross like, "Why is it called there. the Collingwood Pool? It's called the, you know, it should be called the Clifton Hill Pool." Anyway, we right. were there. Yeah, I know across town. I don't mean like, but but t- trust me, it felt across town on the drive right, yeah. because. Yeah. So I dropped. Uh, we're about there, and we're getting all the stuff out of the car. And we got it, and we're always in a rush because there's cute? half an hour to do mm. to get there, right? Between mm-hmm. the first thing and the second thing. Anyway, school and that, and so I'm like, "Come on, everybody, let's go, let's go." And I'm in dealing with child one, and child oldest child, five and a half, is getting out of the car. Everything's going well, and then she goes bang, and she shuts the car door, oh. and she shuts it on her thumb, uh-huh. and she says. Oh, my thumb is in the door. And she, st- and she screams, which is very mm-hmm. rare for her. She's got mm-hmm. the pain threshold of like a m- boxer. Very good. Um, and she goes, uh, and, she, and I said, oh, just pull it out, darling. And then I looked. I'm like, oh, it's not coming out. So I had to open the door Ooh. because it was crushed inside the door, right? Was there blood on the door? There was blood and there was her finger did not look right. It looked, she said to me the words, mummy, is that bone? <laughs> That's quite composed for, uh, I'd imagine if it was you, you'd be screaming. On oh, the no, she, she really, like, and I know there are a few people who have this with their kids. The, the kid, like, surprises the hell out of them because they deal with things, like, in amazing ways. And the adults are like, mm. I would be going psycho right now. Yeah. She was, like, super calm. She, she was upset. Like, it was horrible. It was absolutely oh. gut-wrenching what happened. Ooh. It was demented. Her, the bottom of her thumb was demented. And she was like, <gasps> screamed and screamed. And then, and then this w- random woman passing me goes, I've got an ice pack. And gives me this like <laughs> hard plastic ice pack that's freezing. In her bag. She must it have was in her the car. Shopping. Right. It was in her car. Okay. She just goes, here you go. Gives it to me. I try to put it on, on the hand and nah, wasn't having any of it because it was no. just like, and I wouldn't have had any of it either. I would have punched everybody like in the face. dipping it in dead oil. Well, you don't want to do ah, that. It's probably good for Just the worst. Yeah. And totally. And so I said, and then, then I'm chasing the woman. I'm like, uh, I'll give this back to you because I'm going to take her to the hospital. The woman couldn't hear me. So we had to go all the way into the pool around the kids screaming oh. and crying. And I'm like, oh my God. So I basically throw the thing at her go, thanks, got to go to the hospital. Bye. Did that have blood all over it? Don't think so, no. Use your bloody ice pack back, yes. Yeah, exactly. We're handing her a, a freshly cut steak. Exactly. And then mm. so we jump in the car and she is, the kid is like, and I'm going, let's just calm the breathing. As if I would do that, you know, like as mm. if I could possibly be calm in such a situation. 
But she listens to me and she's totally, she's amazing. Like, ridiculous. Anyway, we get in the car and the traffic, Stuart Farrell, between that and the children's hospital has (laughs) never been worse. It's Melbourne. Welcome to Melbourne, Australia. I was like, why don't I live where Stuart lives? I got a tram on Saturday. That was the same. I don't know how you do it. Oh my god! I knew I was like, and this dude like pulled in front. I was like, get out of my way! Like, yeah. I just couldn't. I was, I was right running they like nobody's give you a business. Siren, really, and a, they a really should. I get, should. I'd pay that for parents. I'm, not, I'm here to give oh, parents a hard wow. time. But you I, are. You're the parental hard time department. But in this but instance, there has to be bone exposure. I, yeah. If it's just a, a nick on <laughs> Junior's knee, then there's no lights and sirens. But bone exposure is where I draw the line. Yeah. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> well, there wasn't actually bone exposure, well, it turned out. But well, it the was, kid thought there was, so that's enough. It was, it, you couldn't tell, right? No. It was just so – it was it was mangled. So, yeah. And so we we get to the children's hospital. We get in there. They're like, oh, okay. Um, they, the, you know, of course you have to wait, which kids don't really understand. Also, little baby there doesn't get the deal and just starts screaming. And so now I've got the screaming baby. Oh, you're going. I'm the one no. with it. Yeah, no. Ugh. Anyway, and but they look and they go, ooh, so the nail is involved and that's what's happened, the fingernail. Uh-huh. And this is where things could get a bit nasty. And so uh. anyway, long story short, that was Thursday night. They go, okay, you're coming back tomorrow at um, midday to have plastic surgery on the finger. So so young for the plastic got, surgery. And so he went, <laughs> you're not the first person to make that joke and right. you won't be the last. <laughs> and Just like mother then. How's that one? <laughs> you look like mother. Wow. Michael wow. Jackson. Yes. Wow. Anyway, so I've actually had plastic surgery, as you know, on my own finger when I was nine and years old. And they look great. Oh, right. Sorry. <laughs> thanks. Thanks. That was a good one. Really. That was a classic for the ages. That one. I'm going to let that specials. one. I'm going to let that slide <laughs> because this story is going to go too long otherwise. Okay. Anyway, so I uh so so we get home like super late and then all night because he's been like, you know, um dragged around from mm. all all across town and like not allowed to sleep. The baby's like screaming and crying, so we've got no sleep, like virtually yeah. no sleep that night. Go in midday next day for the operation. And th- what they do is a great system. They give you like a – like when you go to a, like a, one of those pizza places and you get like an alarm that goes off when it's ready. Yep. <coughs> Chinese but, restaurant classic, yep. Totally. They give you a Chinese restaurant classic, right, remote oh. thing. And you hang it around your neck and it goes <laughs> beep, 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 right, yeah. or you put it in your pocket or whatever. Yeah, okay. And you go for a wander around the children's hospital. Now, if it's it's as if this it's as if sort of I don't know um, a narrator, it, some omniscient narrator is in charge here, and a lot of people think there is one, of course, right. the great Lord above, yes. or like Mother Nature, or something. But when you go on this wander around and you're waiting for your child to have an operation, mm-hmm. and she can't move and she's in pain and she's sad and she oh that's the other thing she can't eat from seven a.m. right oh. And so she's just – anyway, so it's all a bit not the best. and But then you're in this children's hospital, which is quite, you know, Apparently great. It's flash. It's, it's flash. Hmm. And you, your sense of perspective is completely put into line. Like it's, it's as if, you know, 
You know when you go to a, I don't know, we were talking about road, road rage last week. Yeah. It's like if you go to like a GP and there are people who are held up waiting for the GP, mm-hmm. there sometimes can get a bit of like, I've been here for 45 minutes and, you know, that sort of yeah. thing. I've got, I've, I'm on a lunch break and I've only got an hour off work and that sort of thing, yeah. which is totally understandable. But like mm. there is just none of that at the children's <laughs> hospital because oh, you look okay. around you and there are people, there are people with real problems. There are people who like virtually live there. There are people... There, there was a kid on like, you know, um, prosthetic legs yeah. uh, who was just like having an amazingly happy chat to a dude next to him who was in a wheelchair and had one of those uh, sticks with the water bag attached to it. But they also take out, I mean, there's that, right? So you've got the people that are worse off than you scenario, yep. but also there's a defined queue. You know you've been seen totally. to and you've got something oh, around your neck or in your pocket. 100%. That says, we, we know you're here yeah, and you are in the queue and oh. we'll let you know. So that takes out the anxiety or watching people go up to the counter and go, why is he getting spoken? Yeah, to-? You know, no, totally. And the other thing that absolutely blows me away mm. is it was all free. Do you know what I mean? Like you're My sitting there and you're, work. well, that's it. And mm. it's the same if you went to the hospital hero pants, everybody, <laughs> it's like it, it, you actually realize that this is why this is th- this sort of thing. If this cost money, yeah. the anxiety levels would be through the roof. You they know? should hold an IPA conference there and just walk them through and say, you know what, totally. all this stuff you don't want to pay for, idiots. Yeah, Let's yeah, Let's go yeah. and have a, just a stroll. Afternoon, yeah. if it doesn't change you, we actually know that you're not human. The yeah, heart, exactly. We will take you to the hospital and put a heart in there somewhere. That's right. That cavity. That's exactly right, Steve Farrell. That is the feeling. So, and there was this, I put this picture up on my own Facebook. I'll put it up on ours too. But there was this, there was this girl who came along and she had for some reason a face mask on, right? So over oh. her nose and mouth. Mm-hmm. And it was like a nice pretty one and like she, I don't I know. She, she didn't have she, a nose. She seemed fine otherwise, but she, I don't know if she didn't have a nose, but whatever her deal was, mm. she was walking around with this thing on and it was, uh, otherwise she, she was kind of physically well, right? Everything seemed On the be, surface. Everything seemed to be fine on the surface. And she, there was this interactive wall where you can play kind of computer games yep. on the wall. And so she was standing there and she was doing it herself, but it was a sort of table tennis game. Right. So you put your finger, you put two fingers down and you make a line between the two fingers and that's the bat. And the ball just goes whoop, whoop over the middle bit and your partner down the other end makes the bat with her hands or whatever. Uh-huh. But she had no partner. And I was sitting there and I was on the laptop and I was about to get up or like suggest that the kid might like to join in or something. Yeah. When this old dude who, it wasn't. He was just, you know, white-haired dude uh, who was there with his grandson and who'd been having like a sweet time with him, um, said to the grandma, have you got him for a bit? And he went up and they had a game of a sort of wordless, not not a lot of talking going on, but uh, after a while a lot of giggling and a lot of like him going, ah, come on, and her just like loving it and just this whole thing happened. And at the end they sort of high-fived and both went in opposite directions because they Mm. had to to go off or something. But just things like that. So you're sitting there. Anyway, so despite this um, lovely picture of how much perspective you get and stuff, it does, the tension does tend to build up. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Because you're waiting for your kid to have plastic surgery on her finger and she's got to go under the uh, general anesthetic and, you know, all that stuff. Anyway, so we're in there at midday. I don't remember what time the operation happened, but we're talking night time, like seven something or something like that, right? Qu- yep. Quite late. So we go in, operation's not going to take long, right? 
And apparently what happened is what happened was like everything was going fine and all the doctors were like, this kid's hilarious because she was like cracking jokes and skipping around and stuff. And then um, as she was going under the general, she said they, – they put the gas on her mm. and she said, no, 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 I don't want that. And then she kind of like – got so furious and angry and tried to commando roll off the bed and push them all off and wow. stuff. And they all, they were all sort of pushing down. Uh, they would, they had to hold her down. There were like three or four of them or whatever, holding her down. Right. And it was, uh, so they had a tantrum. She, she but, but apparently she was like only half conscious. She was in this kind of halfway state. But so they'd already applied the anesthetic. They Yeah. They'd applied. So, that she she they put the thing on enough that she got some of enough of it, uh-huh. but not enough of it. She'd got sort of half of it, and so she was in this like strange halfway zone. And it's like parents who've had kids who've had night terrors will know what it is. It's like when your kid has a night terror, it's the most <laughs> alarming thing because they seem awake and they're just screaming with existential dread. That's what it's like, right. and it just they just will not stop, and they will not stop, and they can't stop. And you can't snap them out of them. It, and you can't, Why can't you wake them up? You just can't. They're stuck in this zone until they find their way out of it. Well, like I put, terrible. It's the worst. It's one of the worst things. It's like, and they really, and they punch you, and they just, it's just, it's horrible. Well, that calls for a grounding. <laughs> Thank it, you. There are yeah. limits. <laughs> anyway, operation happens. Operation's great. Mm. Really good. Good. Comes out of operation as she went in. Absolutely fighting, right? Oh. So um, the, I'm talking the adults had to hold it. She had to be re, um, what's the word? Restrained. Uh, tr- Tranquilised, basically. Right. Um, and that went for two and a half hours or something. The terrors? <laughs> yes. Oh, that long? Oh, Stu. She must have been pooped. Eight. Oh, exhausted, mm. right? Completely exhausted. So that's why. So we finally get home really late that night. And again, yeah. baby, no sleep, baby, no sleep. So Poor no baby. sleep for two nights, basically, mm-hmm. is old, old mama pie over here. And um, pie. I don't usually tell stories like this about the family, but it was, just, it was just one of those. I just kind of, it's almost like a public service announcement to parents because apparently it's fine and totally happens and it's because of the timing. It's because she freaked out just as she was about to go under. Yeah. Whereas if she'd freaked out earlier, they would have done something else. And if she hadn't freaked out, she would have been fine. Yes. Um, so anyway, blah, 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 that happens. <clears throat> then, oh, that's the other thing. They go, don't worry. When they sedated her again, they said, don't worry. She'll wake up. She won't remember any of this. She remembered oh, okay. every goddamn thing. She was like, and you were there and you put the mask on me and I your didn't fault. want it on and yeah. you're, <laughs> you're <laughs> etc. Anyway, so blah, 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 no sleep, no sleep, McGee. Mm-hmm. I wake up the next day and it's the book launch. <gasps> the book launch. We're so, here. <laughs> so hang on. So that is why there was no podcast on Friday. No Part podcast one. Friday right. because I – so it had happened on the Thursday night. On the Friday morning, I was yeah. getting everything ready for the thing. There was no way I could do a podcast. Yeah. The kid was crook, the, you know, everything. It was not good. Yeah. Uh, the jackpot took the day off work. That's how bad things go. Well, really? Yeah, the no? jackpot never takes a day off work. And anyway, so comes the – so then the whole Friday was doing the thing. And then the Saturday, I have had no sleep at all. Mm. And I'm like, uh, then somebody – Book launch. Then, book launch, yay. Mm. Then somebody from the bookshop writes to me and goes, hey, were you thinking of 
of like having drinks for people and I'm like, oh my God, because you and your bloody mates, Stu Farrell, yes. have been <laughs> have been writing on my Facebook wall, I can't wait for this launch, hope there's a drink <laughs> and stuff. I didn't write anything like and that. Your, your mates did and you did said it on one? the podcast. Anyway, oh. I that was hilarious Oops. and I'm not, it's not just your mates. There were a couple of people who said, are there going to be drinks and stuff? And I thought usually being events manager McGee over here, I would have had drinks, I would have had this. sandwiches. Anyway, whatever. Uh, really? No. Yeah. So, um, I. Like so then I did the whole as I do as I find myself doing at at the eleventh hour before every event I ever attend. Mm-hmm. Text Stu Farrell the "What would Stu Farrell do?" question. Yes. <laughs> In this case, what's a nice like champagne? It's not a champagne. That's like not expensive and but also not hideous right yeah you text me back i'm like cool i go i'm about to i go down the road in the car which, you know i drive down the road which is not cool because it's close but i'm like i need to get you watermelon because we're going to yeah. cut up some watermelons I see the yeah watermelons and i'm going to get some because champagne. of the book that's it I didn't even put that together till right now. Oh, it's you're Monday so morning. cute! Well, it took a while. It took two that, days. That was good, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> that was good. I was wondering why you had chopped watermelon. <laughs> no, so there's a watermelon theme in the book. Yeah, anyway, certainly is right. So I haven't read we, it yet. But yeah. We, yeah, no, I know. You'll, you'll get around to it, won't you, Stu? Oh, I hope so. Anyway, um, I put aside a good seven minutes. If I, <laughs> <laughs> so do an we, audio book. By the way, I read the book, The Launch. Were you listening? Oh, yeah, I was you at weren't. the back, though, talking to someone. Yeah, of course you were. God, what a supporter. Anyway, yep. so we get – so I'm like, okay, I've got – so this is a – this is at like midday. Right. La- launch is at three, three, right? Very inconvenient time. wasn't it three o'clock. Why would you pick that? I didn't pick it. It wasn't me. Because <clears throat> so, I would have thought morning for kids. I didn't care. It was good for me. I got to have lunch. But <laughs> wouldn't morning be the time for kids? Well, they Should had I one in the up? morning. Ah, oh, so it's a double it's header. Not, yeah, it's not nothing to do with me, my friend. I see. Um, anyway, so I went to down the shops and I literally got stuck. It was like a comedy of errors. Like, first of all, every red light, you know, every slow yeah. poke in the world pulls in yeah. front of me. Some idiot goes, oh, I'm not even going to tell you that. It's just a Did boring Did you wave your Pringles story, cans at them? I waved my Pringles cans out the window. No. And I went, so I turned down to this, there's a street which has got a Woolworths in it, right? <gasps> Low I and know. behold. I know. Warren Clark at the supermarket. <laughs> this is a podcast in itself. <laughs> you know I didn't make it into the supermarket. Oh, because okay. what happened was I get to this street and I, I pull in and <clears throat> there's one of those, you know those massive long Woolworths trucks that like go for a year? Yes. So there's one of those and I think... He is obviously the uh, – it was his first time not only driving a truck but in a truck or Reversing. a car or a vehicle of any kind. Oh, okay. And he's trying to reverse into the ca- the car park, right? Yeah, it's big, a tight one there if it's the so, one I'm thinking of. Yeah, it probably is. It's in Carlton. Hmm. And so he's across the road. And so the traffic is banked up for like that ho- – not just that bit but the whole next bit of the – like two blocks, right? Oh. And I went, oh, I can't, I'm not going to be able to park. I'm not going to be able to stuck, be stuck here. So mm. I start trying to get out and nah, he's already in my way. So I was stuck in there for like, because you couldn't get out the other side because mm. there was another thing happening at the other, some snaffer. I don't remember what it was, snafu, yeah. up the snafu. other end. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I was stuck in there for like a stupid amount of time and eventually, and then the phone, a message comes in and it's from the jackpot and it says, the dressing has come off. Uh, 
the the wound of the kid. God. So I'm like, what do you mean? So that means she's got to go to emergency, right? Well, can you just do it up yourself? No, you can't. It's like because the fingernail had to – It's the details grotesque, but trust me, you couldn't right. do it yourself, right? Okay. So I go, Ugh. she's been really looking forward to the launch. Blah, blah, blah. She's, anyway, so that whole thing's going through my head. And eventually I just, t- I just totally rang up my sister and I said, dude, hi, what are you doing? And she said, mm-hmm. I'm just, you know what she literally said to me? I'm just waking up. I had the best sleep. <laughs> I'm about to have a long bath. And I said Perhaps to her, croissant. I have had two nights of absolutely no sleep. You're the worst. Here's what you're going to do now. <laughs> so no. I, basically, my sister did the whole event for me, right? I drove she home. She bought a couple of watermelons and half a dozen bowls of champagne. That's what she did. And she cut them up and she prepared mm. the wine. And she, you know, blah, blah, blah. She prepared chatted it. with well, She stood on the grapes, uh, <laughs> pressed, pressed them, I mean, filtered them. I mean, she got them. She is the pretty free. good. She got them there. She, oh, no, it's not amazing. But it's just like no. at the last minute, she helped me out. Anyway. Family. Yes. Then, totally. I know. I recruited them all. There were. The jackpot's parents were driving to the hospital to drop things off and pick up yep. prescriptions, and it was hilarious. People and like having a role, though. It is true. It is you true. Know? Anyway, so uh, we then well, look. Long story short, at one point, really? I just cu- I cut them loose. I said, "I'm I'm out of here. Have fun. Bye bye." <laughs> like you, I, the, you, you sorted it out. Yeah. I didn't leave them at the hospital. They hadn't gone to the hospital yet. But oh, I just said, okay. "You know what? You're probably going to need the car. I'm going to jump on this tram. I'll see you soon." And right. that is, you know, the story from there. I do. Uh, the book sold out. I couldn't even buy a copy. The book sold out. It was a great it was launch. A joke. It was so much fun. It and, was. And can I say? Thank you to the. Did you meet the stupidly small listeners who came? I hope not each. One, of, not one person came up to me to introduce. Oh, them I told to. everybody to because I knew that you would be like seem totally unapproachable to people. Because oh, you're what a is bad that audience. To mean? No, I just mean that like you're so. I don't know, self-conscious or something wow. at those things that you are. You're like socially. You say it yourself. I need a job. Well, I, yeah, and, and I had one and I butchered it royally for you. You but, did and it was uh, gorgeous. But, uh, Stu, Farrell, uh, Stu Farrell set up the book. Uh, he attempted to uh, establish some kind of a war between me and my illustrator <laughs> with whom I collaborated beautifully on this book. Um, and uh, no, you, you, it was the best. It was so lovely to have Clark, everybody there. I yes. helped launch your book and I got the title of it wrong in the introduction. I don't know. <laughs> did if, you? If, Yes, I, I think you got. I think, I think you it was got our his... first trip to the market. I think. Oh, I you did. It. <laughs> our first trip to the market. I thought that was a joke. It sort of was because <laughs> I half forgot, and then I just said the first word that popped in your head. <laughs> it, and I, you also, I think you called Susanna Susan. Oh, really? Yeah, I think you did. I didn't. Uh, I had it written down, and I checked it just before I said it. I couldn't have. Right. Okay. Good. I, I was probably mumbling from nerves. But can you I just were say, very... your book launch yes. was a sellout. And the book sold. It was sold a seller. It. How do we Amazing. get it? I couldn't get. I I had orders for two from family. Where do I get a copy of this freaking book? I, and well, I'm going to have to come to Melbourne again to get it. Do you signed. know? No, and you don't. I'll need... never see Mitch Vane again in my life. No, that's true. That was the that was the beautiful thing because Mitch Vane is who's by the way to people who don't know what we're talking about. I've written a kids book. There was uh, I wrote it with an amazing illustrator who who is like. You know the big kid of of like she just does all the cool all the, all the kids books who. That that have kind of you'd recognise her if you've got a kid. Anyway, right. she um, without even knowing it, like she's done all these books, and you go, oh, she did that one, that sort of thing. Anyway, yeah. she Animalia. illustrated. Mm. 
<laughs> would you stop saying that she did Animalia, which is the only book you know with illustrations? It is. Um, she, oh, Charlotte's Web. I insulted you by the other day. I did this whole. This is that. Thank you very much, just you, Farrell. He does book launches all the time. <laughs> like the worst <laughs> form of. No, um, you snobbed me out. But I did, in my in my defence, I, I think my parting line was as we we had a. I think we had a motto in our family is a uh, quick book launch is a good book launch. So it wasn't like, I think I planted some seeds for you anyway. You did, Stu. Yeah. I was playing to your strengths. Right. Well, idiocy, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah, so Mitch Vane hmm. did like little pictures for the kids, little personalised pictures, and like oh. that was just so amazing. Hmm. Anyway, uh, why I was stole I one of her plaques. You totally stole well, one I of her get a pictures. Book. I know. <laughs> you did, and we signed it. Anyway, yeah. uh, so, but look, guess what the jackpot did when we got home? Uh, you won't guess. Collapsed in a heap. He did do that. Hmm. But before doing that, because he's some kind of freaky weirdo uh, yes. who, who does things before he collapses, I didn't know in straight bed, he sat up and figured out how to turn my website into a shop. So if you would like the book, oh. you can go to laurenclark.com right. and buy the book and I will sign it. But I can't get Mitch to sign it. <sighs> I know. That's the sad disappointment. So there's 50% bit. of the value knocked off right there. <laughs> anyway, you can go there and I can post it to you in the mail. But thank you very much. This was my point. Thank you mm. very much to you and mm. to the listeners who came along. It was so nice to meet them. And there was some adorable little people that they brought with them. Really? I didn't. Oh, yeah. I did not meet one stupidly oh, small no. listener. Oh, they're so disappointing because there were well, like half a dozen of them there or something. Really? Yeah. Nobody come to say hello. Uh, hey, if you're listening, you're a snob. No, if you're listening and you were there, write an excuse why you didn't go and speak to Stuvel. And I'm, I'm sure I know what it is. Oh, you were talking. It seems like, you know, I didn't want to. Because you've been at that sort of thing where there's someone that you, you would definitely not approach the person. Not in a million years. If you, if we were at something. Well, they approached you. They approached me in the formal process of the process, which is that they queued up for, to get a book signed. That's totally... Like a country popular opinion, I actually like stupidly small listeners. There's no, actually, <laughs> not much point doing a podcast if we didn't have the listeners that we no, do. No, it's so true. It's so true. But you would. There is no way if we not went the snobby ones. Though. Say we lived in the states, mm. right? Ding, and you oh. and we went to. So you uh, and I have moved to the states together. <coughs> yeah, we we, the, we right. that's right. Um, Interesting, Boston. Well, yeah, Boston. We're in Boston, oh. <laughs> and the slate political like to move gab fest. Okay, fine. <laughs> I don't know why we're housemates all of a sudden. <laughs> well, we just moved to New York. I'm, I'm assuming right. we're not getting a uh, twin room. <laughs> anyway, so when we live in New York, yes. um, <clears throat> when, we, when the Slate Culture Gab Fest, or no, Slate Political Gab Fest, my apologies, mm. yep. the superior one, um, when it... The political uh, is superior, yes. Yes. When uh, it has its live show in New York and mm-hmm. we go of course. and there's a bit afterwards where it's like, remember they do this? They have a thing called cocktail chatter where you can yep. actually go and I think you might even have to pay more. You pay and you extra, can go, yeah. Yeah, and you can hang plus out. plus member maybe. There is no way you would approach them. I would. There is no I'd way. Say, unless there was a book signing. Unless you. like John Dickerson was selling his book and we were like, okay, we need to go, you know, we can, we can buy the book and get into I would quite easily go up there to Emily Bazelon. No way. And say, hello, Emily. There is no way. I'm no, sure you this is so my partner, Lauren. You. For some reason, we're together and left our families behind in Australia. <laughs> and we've moved to New York for no apparent reason. And so that we can be here. Yes. Yeah, so we can be at, we've ruined our whole lives. <laughs> so we can be at this cocktail chatter. So 
<laughs> Lovely to meet you, and uh, we better go back to our uh, den of inequity. <laughs> That's right. Can I remind you, saying hmm. that you would go up to Emily Bazelon, that yeah, you if we, and look, I if we had the opportunity to go to New York no. to live together, I will go up to Emily Bazelon. That, <laughs> yeah, no, that's I, a I guarantee you. <laughs> so after hell freezes over, those two yes. things will occur. Exactly. So we went to see um, Ira Glass at something and yes. our good friend Jen. Dr. Jen. Dr. Jen. She said, I'm going to go up and introduce myself. And I and you said, oh no, 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 he doesn't want to talk to us. And you hung back, yes. slunk, slunk to the back of the room. Yep. And I said, oh, maybe I don't want to either. And she said, don't be ridiculous. Grab my hand. Oh, and off, off we went. Mm. And then she basically said, um, hi, this is Lauren from the Stupidly Small Podcast. And he oh. had this whole convo with me about the Stupidly Small Podcast. And you're slinking up the back of the thing. And he goes, oh, who do you do it with? And I said, that guy. <laughs> That guy who's looking after my baby. No, actually, you had your baby with you as well. No, you I have a baby with me. Yeah. Don't claim that you had I a couldn't. role. You didn't have a but role. But you know what? I, I was standing outside after the Ira Glass talk, yes. and I was standing next to the guy, and I still didn't say hello. So, I know. You this know. is what I mean. So I think you should apologise to the extremely no, small listeners who didn't come up I'm and say hello. I'm not Ira Glass. Anyway... Uh, God, we, we don't have time for a mailbag. Mailbag? We're going to sack mailbag today because yeah, we've been going it. for half an hour. Sorry about that. And plus all the mail, can I just say, has been yes. uh, attacking and negative. So uh, we're going to leave it. No, oh, only Mel. Uh, Mel, we got your message, Mel. We know you listen every day. And you sent me an angry letter because you thought I was being oh, uh, that's right. too much of a downer at some point <laughs> last week. And I'm terribly sorry. It doesn't sound like you at all. No. Um, all right, well, Laura Clark, yes. how do people yes. get in contact to A... Abuse me, B, say hello to you, and C, perhaps buy a book. (laughs) They can find us, Stu, we're stupidlybig.com, stupidlybig on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. And please go to iTunes and give us a rating and a review. We haven't had one for ages, and we love hearing from listeners, new and old, who have not been there yet. Please tell us how you found out about us when you go there. And Stu Farrell, uh, I'll see you tomorrow, uh, my friend, and we'll we'll probably try and do a shorter podcast by then. Let's try. Okay. (laughs) Thanks for the weekend. Bye-bye.